Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you use, and we are live. Live, youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our newly monetized. Monetized. Make us rich, guys. Make us rich. All super chats are accepted now. Uh, super chats are accepted. Let us know what lovely commercials pop up in the middle of us yeah. talking about wrestling. What kind of ads are they putting in that? Yeah. Uh, YouTube changed their rules for smaller content creators such as ourselves. And uh, it seems we fit the bill of uh, allowing us to kind of make. Let's a- not undersell ourselves. We fit the bill before. We, we just did? didn't realize. Yeah. yeah we, we, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling <laughs> me that uh, we actually already had a, over a K subscribers and because we record so many shows and go live so many times that the hours watched already have accumulated. So yeah. we just never really realized that. Yeah. So uh, we are now on, you know, we, we, we left Twitch. We came back to YouTube. I was like, do we have to join rumble? Gladly. We didn't have What's to do rumble? that. It's like uh, all the people that are mad at YouTube. So they went somewhere else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Find us on threads as well. <laughs> Follow us on all the social media. <laughs> yes, at Poison Rana Pod on Threads or Instagram. Uh, get those numbers up, baby. We we don't have too many on uh, the Instagram because we had to delete ours a while back. Well, they they just deleted it. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Uh, so go follow us on Threads if that's what you do. It's funny. I'm, I'm looking at uh, trends for me on Twitter. Right, and it's uh, pretty much all wrestling. We've got Punk, Sami Zayn, Rey Mysterio, Bullet Club, Blue Kane, Blue Kane, yeah, um, and then Jonah Hill, Harry Kane. Um, but then Blue Kane Threads Harry has Kane. been wonderful so far because I hadn't seen shit about wrestling, wrestling? on there. It's, uh, it's just a it automatically followed a bunch bunch of Instagram models. And yeah, that's, that's been Threads for me. So, so now far. you're just getting their thoughts their on thoughts. life. So it's it's way less controversial. Though. Yeah. Uh, than wrestling, apparently. I don't know. Harry Kane and Blue Kane sounds pretty... Maybe Harry Kane is Blue Kane. It probably makes more sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah join us on Threads if that's... Uh, so, oh, Jonah Hill was trending. That was That's kind of weird. That's yeah. that's dividing the nation of like, hey, he's coming off a bit, bit of a uh, whatever, but then it's like also someone leaked his... Te- someone leaked my text. It's over. It's game over. I'm done. Pack it up. <laughs> I don't know. Be the, uh, the world we live in, right? Uh, but yeah, follow us on Threads, Twitter, all that fun stuff, and uh, stay connected with uh, whatever. We're, we'll try with the social media. Yeah. We'll try it out. It seems easy enough. It's just like Twitter, so I can see why Elon's. But I'm like now. I, I've got to work out how to use it differently because I, I, I'm not just going to be someone who puts the same tweet right. out on Threads. Like it's got to be. Right. What, what am I? What, what's my voice? What voice am I going for on threads? On threads? Yeah. Yeah. Do people want to know? You post pictures of your food more? Yeah. I don't know. Just non wrestling, maybe threads. Okay. I don't know. All right. More. Threads Stay are just tuned. My inner thoughts. You want to know my inner thoughts? It's like Follow my, my diary entry. I thought that's threads. what Twitter kind of was. It used to be, and now it's just a tool I use for wrestling content. Yeah. Um, and, and DMing Baron Corbin. And DMing Baron yeah. Corbin, yeah. Maybe Baron Corbin's Blue Kane. <laughs> he, probably same size-ish. Yeah, Blue Kane's probably smaller. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Blue Kane's small? Yeah. Oh. Um, 
I don't know who what what Blue Cane is, but Twitter told me what it is, and then hey, I followed every him. Every day, it's he's trending. Yeah, it's just some guy dressed. We've got a whole as segment Blue based on him in later. So <laughs> are we just going to Blue Cane now? I, I just don't. I we'll don't. talk about him again. Yeah, later. yeah, we'll talk about Blue Cane for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have some other shows. Uh, obviously, we're going to be doing another up next. We're going to be back on Tuesday night over on the post feed uh, looking at some NXT with a big uh, week coming up. So uh, come hang out after the show on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, uh, a bit surprising. We were going on Tuesday, uh, sorry, Wednesday's show. We were kind of thinking it looks like we're doing uh, Bron versus Ilya at the uh, Great American Bash and we were saying potentially maybe Finn Mello for the NXT title, but they've announced that this Tuesday it's going to be Bron Breaker versus Ilya Dragunov in a number one contenders match, which I'm super excited for that. I think yeah. NXT's been finding its groove again, and that's a match I definitely want to see. Ilya rarely misses, and I think Bron Breaker's been excellent in this heel role. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. And whether we're getting a singles match or we're going to have some shenanigans and maybe some sort of three-way at the bash. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, they also made it official Wesley versus um, uh, Mustafa Ali. Ali. So, yeah. yeah Stacks week this yeah, week. Yeah, this week. Uh, well, no, that's for the bash. Oh, that's for the yeah, bash. Yeah, right. but, but this week's going to be good. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to that. So we'll have a new Up Next covering that on Tuesday night after NXT. But uh, also on this feed... We have John Ceno covering everything in the world of wrestling on Shot in the Dark. 15 minutes or less, he'll fill you in on everything you may or may not watch. And this guy watches a lot of wrestling, uh, so listen to that. Uh, he did a What Up Dope with B Detroit last week, talking all about Forbidden Door, so check out that podcast. Also, they dive into AEW Fight Forever, mm -hmm. which I finally played just for a few minutes. I played two matches yesterday. How was it? And first, first, like, again, two matches. First, like, impressions is it can, I can see this being like pick up and play kind of fun thing, but everyone's kind of critique is it's a little bare bones. And I definitely see that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's not really a finished game, maybe quite yeah. yet. But they're saying they're going to update it and keep doing that. And you don't have to buy a new one. It'll just like update. Then I actually think that could be pretty cool. So, um, I, I'd say like thumbs up. But it, Wait it for could it to be on sale. It could be, yeah, yeah. It okay. could be, it could be two thumbs up, but just one thumbs up. Yeah, like we really haven't dived into two K too much yet. No, and like it's summer. Like we we gain more in the in the winter time. So maybe yeah, I'll wait for a bit of a price drop. Who did you play as? Uh, first character, Ken, Kenny Omega. Kenny, okay, <laughs> Kenny Omega. Uh, and then I played as oh uh, someone else. Oh crap, I can't remember. Oh Penta. Penta. Yeah, and I tried the exploding barbed wire death match, and I fought Aubrey Edwards. Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> How was that the the match? That one's cool. It's funny. It's like it, it's it explodes. So yeah. it's it's just there's more real there's more explosions in that one than the real actual there match. Are more, <laughs> so there are more weapons as well in this game, aren't there? Oh uh, yeah, then the the lights out match, right? Which is like you can use thumbtacks, and okay, like some cool weapons and stuff. Nice. So that's pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so, like, this one's, like, going back to, it's basically No Mercy. It's just No Mercy with, like, new characters and new stuff characters, like that. same graphics. Whereas now I'm hearing, like, rumblings and some people behind the scenes of Here Comes the Pain are trying to work on a, a like, remastered version of that that's more, car like, arcade style okay. for the systems. For WWE? Yeah, yeah. So there is talks that they're going to try to, like, rival that. But with that I'm, roster? With the new roster. 
Okay. With a new WWE roster, but like in the style of that game, but make, okay. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Like this one, again, I only played two matches, but uh, I'd say as a wrestling fan, instantly I was like, oh, this is cool. I do want to play it. I, I, I've been wanting to, uh, I think I mentioned I lost my cable for my PlayStation. Right. So I haven't been able to. And I've got a new cable now. So I'm tempted, but I'm like, ah, I don't want to drop that money. I just want to give it a go, I think, for now. And then probably wintertime play a bit more. Yeah. Uh, shout out KB in the chat who says, wait till they drop the stadium stampede update. And I'm not going to lie. That looks hilarious. Where you, you there's like, what, 100 people or something? Yeah. Something crazy. I, I would say that's probably what I, fun. What I find weird is from listening to B and Cino talk about it is like there are no trios matches as an option. Tornado tag or tag ladder. Yeah, there's no tag ladder match. And yet, but they do have like Battle Royal and and like going to be doing Stadium Stampede. So right. it's not like, you know, in the old systems, it used to be, oh, we just can't accommodate like Too many this people. many characters. Six like, or eight. Just, yeah. Yeah. Whereas if they're doing battle royals and stadium stampedes, they surely can. And I think ladder, I mean, ladder, I feel like we've been having tag ladder matches since like PS2, you know, like it's, yeah. I feel it's been around a while. I feel like, I feel like they'll, they'll fix that yeah. and they'll add stuff. And I'm sure that's that direction. And I mean, like this company has been around for three years and they already have a game, which is like a bit like, okay, do you, did you need that? But now it's like, Hey, it'll, it'll help. People will play I, it. I feel they made the mistake of just announcing it so early yeah whereas if they kind of some of the yeah just been developing this quietly and then being like hey in six months we're dropping this game and like they could have waited till you know christmas have have it ready with stadium stampede why are you paying for ftr they've been in the company forever and like yeah punk's been there way less than they have and he's in it right i mean obviously he's a star but like People like Abaddon are in the game, but like acclaimed aren't. It's like weird stuff. There like is, that. it's dated. Yeah, it's like from year one, mm. essentially. Like Kenny has the dancing girls with brooms in his entrance. Right. I'm like, okay, that's kind of like three years ago now. So yeah, uh, but I'm sure again there'll be like updates, skins, and da- that's the thing in, in games these days. I'm, I'm too old for these things because it's like I got 30 minutes to an hour to play. Okay, let's do this update system. Okay, I can't do. You got to connect to do this. You got to update. You got to download this. Yeah, we're old and grouchy when it comes. And to it's gaming. like, sorry, I just want to play as some popular characters. Well, actually, to play those characters, you have to download this. It saves money to buy all of this for a hundred. It's like, whoa, whoa, I just bought the I game. Just bought this game. Why do I need to buy more things? Yeah. So I, I'm old school. Where can I just unlock it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, like, you know, like how did they debut? They debut FTR. It was like, wasn't it a best friends match or something like that? Right. It's like. You win a tag tournament as best friends and you win FTR or something like sure, that. You know, yeah, like that's, that's how it used, it used to, be. to be on. And if they're trying to go for the whole no mercy vibe, stop. I, I paid for that game once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I have enjoyed looking on Twitter. There was there have been threads of like, okay, this like creator wrestler uh, thing is like bare bones. I think there's like seven faces you can pick from and things like that. Right. Have at it. Let's do your best attempt don't tell us who it is and we'll try and work out who you've tried to make and some are pretty good but... yeah I saw I saw some really bad ones yeah <laughs> someone made <Because> the rock <laughs> yeah, see what they're going for but yeah. it's like oh boy yeah it's, that's tough so you probably won't be seeing really good WWE cause in the new AEW game mm. until some people figure out how to you know yeah. patch it or whatever because some kids these days when we play 2K and those created wrestlers things are insane man 
Those like like the graphics in 2K are pretty. Cr- the graphics in this aren't the best, but they're still it's fun. It's yeah. whatever. I, I I'd give it another shot to okay. be fair. So, cool. and I'm sure we could have fun with it if we. Oh, I think we so. Uh, but will I make the mistake of getting it on the Switch? Stay tuned. Because <laughs> I'm hearing mixed reviews. People are like, yeah, but it'll get good. And then Sammy Guevara's been playing it on the Switch. And he's doing all right. Well, the thing is as well, like it, it always was like whenever you got like the Nintendo version, the Nintendo graphics were always a little behind because they go for more like, you know, cartoony stuff. Mario, yeah. that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So it was always when you got like a game on the Switch or or like the Wii or whatever, it just wouldn't be quite as good. But then the graphics look shit on this anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I, it looks, when I've seen people playing it on the Switch, yeah. it looks just the same as I've seen it on So it's like, any I might as well just get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not? Yeah, fair. Uh, well, there's there's our review of uh, AEW. Fight forever. Fight forever. It's been a weird week because... The, the week before, like the last two weeks have been crazy busy because obviously we had Forbidden Door, all the stuff going on with that. Um, and then we had uh, Money in the Bank last week and we had a, and we went to like Dynamite and Hamilton and all that. So there was a whole lot to talk about. This week feels like wrestling kind of took a bit of a breath. It Final didn't break. feel quite as, uh, as crazy as previous weeks. And I don't feel there's quite as much to talk about this week. Yeah, I mean, they're always, that's the thing with wrestling. It never really ends. There is always stuff to talk about. But, like, yeah, I'm finally, it was nice to not really care about too much going on because it's like, there's been a lot. We've been to going to live shows and that definitely adds up. And, like, there, there's always something. Like, if you look at it, SmackDown was at MSG. They had that segment. We'll talk about it. They had Dynamite somewhere in Canada. Uh, then Collision in Regina. Yeah. Samoa Joe and CM Punk fought for the fourth time. And it was to the biggest crowd they've ever had live for that match. <laughs> for that match. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So there's some pluses and some minuses. But yeah, um, if to quickly plug some other shows that we have going on that may or may not involve wrestling, uh, we did a review of WWE Vengeance 2006 oh, yeah. over on the Patreon covering Sabu versus Cena, DX versus Spirit Squad, Edge RVD, uh, Mick Foley and Ric Flair in a two out of three falls wrestling match, <laughs> yeah. as they call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was a super fun review looking back to 2006. Uh, and then this week we looked at an up yours from family member Chris Leone who picked the film Midsummer. Featuring uh, Florence Pugh, uh, mushrooms, bears, Late Swedish, yeah, just the the best fun stuff. Love this chat. I I always find uh, Chris really insightful with uh, whenever we have him on the show to talk about something, and uh, really enjoyed watching this film again and talking about it and going deep into our thoughts on on cults and who is the true villain of this film. Yeah. Uh, great chat with Chris and. Uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend watching this film and checking out our pod. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting film. I know a lot of people like it. It's very uh, unsettling. Yeah. The, the new style of horror that makes you like I don't know, feel uncomfortable. So we review that whole movie and talk about it, and that was pretty fun. Uh, then, if you want to stay with up yours, guys, announcement here for a show coming up this week. We have somehow convinced Davey to do another Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> review. <laughs> Fire Frank, family member, BDE champion, has selected. I felt I felt he won. We haven't gone to him in over a year. Yeah. We had to get him to his pick, and he has selected, in honor of the new Ninja Turtles movie coming out in like a few weeks, in August, 
Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, featuring Kevin Nash as Super Shredder. So we are final. This has been one of the most requested from non-patrons, you cheap bastards. The most requested thing I get personally in my DMs. And Frank has finally selected this movie. So we will be talking about this this week. We have week. very different DM inboxes. <laughs> no, no. From our, from our listeners, we're like, oh, you, like, you got to talk about wrestlers and movies. And Kevin Nash, like always comes up, obviously, because of this movie. So we are finally going to be talking about it. And we would love your feedback. This week we'll put up a uh, thread in the Facebook group and on Patreon. And it'll be all about this movie. So get your questions and comments in for Secret of the Ooze. And uh, we'll be joined by Frank uh, later this week. Uh, and then as far as Patreon shows, we have another Patreon show coming out this week because we're just such nice people. And we're going to be doing another Was Next where we'll be looking at... Uh, sometime in early January of 2014. January 16th, I'd like to say, 15th. Something like that. January 15th, yeah. 2014, I think. So looking, uh, looking at that this week over on the Patreon. So, so many shows just this week, and then a few weeks later is Shark Week, and it looks like we have been been picked. We have our, our, our poll. That's- We're finally doing it. Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, that's right. We're going to need a bigger boat. So lots of shows over on the Patreon. And if, if you if you spend $5 to become a friend, it means you're paying a dollar a show. Pennies per show. There's so many shows in that back catalog. If you've never given us a shot, go try us out. It's only $5. And there's like 500 plus podcasts in that catalog. We're already getting a lot of love in the uh, in the YouTube chat right now from Surin and Jake saying they loved our Midsummer episode. Um, so thank you, you guys. Um, thank you. And if you're if you're one of our pillars, one of our family members, a world champion, we did drop it behind the BDE this week. Where, <laughs> That's right. As always, we go all over the place. We're talking about theme parks. We're talking about Jack the Ripper. We're talking about Ellen. <laughs> yeah, we really did a giant deep... moths. Oh yeah, you want to hear the story of how I fought a moth in the middle of the night? Uh, listen to this show, and how we might may fight Ellen. I'm not sure, but <laughs> and solve the, the the mystery of Jack the Ripper. And we did it, guys. We did. Well, you you think we did? Well, we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna go on the Jack the Ripper tour in London. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and we've got a one of our first super chats from wow. Jake. Thank you very much, Thank Jake. You, Jake. And he's asking. How's your interest on G1 compared to past years? Yeah, so actually we, we weren't planning on talking about that. So thank you, Jake, because um, I have uh, I believe it starts this week. Oh, wow, it's already coming up then. And uh, the blocks have been announced, so um, I'm just looking at it uh, here. I know you've got like the young block this year, which is pretty cool, like Sonata with basically uh, a load of the, the like, Younger stars, Ren Rita, Shota Umino, Yoda Suji, Gabriel Kidd, Keido Kiyomiya. Um, that's kind of interesting. I will say I've personally lost uh, a lot of interest in uh, New Japan over the last few years. But seeing kind of some of the stuff they've been doing recently, they're trying to like freshen it up a bit. So I'm, I may be looking forward to seeing some hidden gems and like, like being impressed by some new people rather than your, your usual like Okadas and Ospreys. Yeah, uh, my interest in the past few years of New Japan has definitely dropped, but uh, especially coming after such a hot show like Forbidden Door, I'm like, oh, okay, like the seeing the landscape of what's go- kind of going on. And Sonata is definitely not the most interesting character for me personally, but seeing a G1 with some of the different names this year mm. w- like does have my interest, specifically Eddie Kingston, obviously from AEW. Now he's a champion over there. I think he's 
super happy that they're letting him do this and wants to just give it his all. Yeah, like we're going to get a Shingo-Eddie Kingston match. Yeah, that's going to be nuts. Which sounds great. Uh, someone else in it, in it, uh, Kiyomiya, yeah. uh, obviously the whole Okada storyline, uh, that, like that whole video of Okada, like murdering him, like went so viral. Like so many people are like, Oh, you like wrestling? Have you seen this video where the guy like, you know, da da da? it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not actually real, but okay. <laughs> so many people are like, look, it's real. He went off script. I'm like, yeah, they had a match after that was great. And they're going to be in the G1 this year. But yeah, uh, that, that is cool. You mentioned, uh, shooter showed yeah. up. Like he's someone I'm, I got my eyes on for sure because I do see big things on the horizon for, Red Shoes Jr. there, but Shooter's awesome. Uh, who, anyone else? Because I know there's some different names in this one. Yeah, like Yoda Suji, someone who recently had a title shot, so they're clearly get, putting a lot behind him. They've they've done the new what the the uh, Three Musketeers, right? Like, with Shooter, right? With uh, I think it's Shooter Suji and um, is it Narita? Narita? I can't remember now. Yeah, um, but like they're clearly they're all in block A, and they're the ones to kind of look at for like who they're positioning for the future. Yeah, um, you're going to have another Okada Osprey match uh, in the G1. Wow, uh, Osprey's in there with El-, El Fantasmo, and they always have pretty fun matches. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, as you mentioned, Eddie Kingston uh, being in there, going to have another Ishi match there. Uh, uh, Takagi. It's it's block D that looks the most uh, dull to me. Block D definitely looks like your like G one blocks from a few years ago, uh, and still some good people. But you know Tanahashi, Naito, Goto, Zack Sabre Junior, Toriyano, Jeff Cobb, Shane Haste, Alex Coughlin. Like that could have been a block like a few years ago. See, I feel yeah. So there's some new names in there as well. That like some new faces that have kind of pop mm. popped up, and I, I definitely like this is when you kind of. For me, you kind of give people their chances when you watch them in the G1. It's like, oh man, okay, this, this guy, now I'm a fan of this guy going forward. And some people kind of don't live up to the hype and you kind of maybe slip off them a little easier. Yeah, like in the past, I'd say there'd been someone like Hangman Page, his G1, exactly. I thought really raised his stock. Yeah. Uh, and like you started to see him as like, oh, this guy could be a top singles guy. Um, we've seen like, uh, well, you know, in like the Super Juniors when just Shingo like just came moved over from dragon gate and yeah. absolutely dominated um well it's usually ishii in the g1 too ishii, ishii there, didn't but... have his ishii year last year yeah um but we saw he at uh dynamite the other week he's still capable of it yeah um i the four blocks is kind of uh i do prefer just from a watching point of view the two blocks but i like what they've changed this year i know they've got i think they've introduced quarterfinals uh they're definitely doing semi-finals and finals so that way it's going to be like, it feels more like a World Cup, this right, style right. tournament. Like you get your like group stages, and then if you get out of that, it's like knockout, which I think is cool and could lead to, I, I think we're probably getting a Kiyomiya Okada like, semi-final. Yeah. Um, and possibly um, setting up a rematch for, maybe that's the Tokyo Dome, you know, that match, perhaps. What? Kiyomiya and Okada? Okada maybe. Like one-on-one? Like if Kiyomiya beats Okada in the g1 like you can do the rubber there or as much as i think that would be cool i think okada's a little busy that that weekend with a dragon you think Danielson from america you could totally do that yeah as well. i would imagine that's the match i mean two nights maybe is probably what they're what they would go for again but i uh, don't think they are okay good actually it's one night yeah, which is, kinda, is better yeah um we got to enter the g1 contest as well the post wrestling one have you i don't think you've entered before have you uh you entered it for me I before for you okay yeah. 
I mean, we can do that. But Maybe yeah. I'll do it later. Yeah. Uh, this this year could be good. And uh, we'll definitely be covering like some of it. We love to cherry pick through it. There's so much wrestling already going on. And adding a G1 is definitely going to be a lot on our plate. But when it comes to uh, a lot of our listeners and you guys and friends and stuff that always like, oh, this match and this match and this match, you got to check out. And uh, obviously anyone who writes reports over at Post Wrestling, I trust their recommendations too. But uh, we'll be we'll be joining in on the G1 fun when it uh, kicks off because... I love some of the matches sound great and yeah. they always, they always deliver. And G1 definitely is the cream of the crop when it comes to that kind of style. New Japan is the the best, like getting involved and watching people slap each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's what I, I, don't I think that's about it. So are you going shows to, over? Shows <laughs> over. Yeah. Um, I think let's start with the biggest match, uh, of the week, uh, from last night collision, uh, Joe punk four. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this iconic rivalry mm. coming to uh, an end here, possibly in Regina, Canada, to the biggest crowd that this feud has ever had. You know what? I feel like this crowd wasn't, I think it was what, around 5,000, maybe? Really? Uh, I think it was like three. Really? Well, still, like, I'm happy for those yeah. diehard 3,000 that go. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, if you're someone like Regina, you don't get wrestling come through too often exactly and probably when you do it's probably like more like house show vibes and a lot of this collision still felt like that but if you bought your ticket and you're like fuck we're getting punk joe two of uh, punk punk joe four like good for you yeah like you got on something cool. spread the love it can't all be in you know chicago it, yeah we can't <laughs> keep having the same big pay-per-views and matches in chicago yeah. i think this this rest like I, I think it's pretty cool that they went this route and a lot of fans have always called for this match to eventually happen, especially in WWE. And uh, they just, the timing just never was really right for that, obviously, with Punk leaving and Joe eventually coming in. Uh, people always wanted to see this match. I think Joe, since coming back to AEW, like leaving WWE, the wrestling, he's had some bigger moments than I can honestly say in WWE. He's had a few in WWE, uh, some a few big matches, I think, of like the four-way with Brock, and I think of him wearing a poncho, and then, of course, his whole NXT run. But mm. in, in AEW already, I'm like, man, there's some, like him and Darby right away. I'm like, that is like some some fun, legendary stuff that I loved. And here he is finally fighting Punk, who obviously the whole story of Punk now coming back, and this is his show on this new show that I just have so many mixed feelings about like this whole CM Punk collision show. And for them to be like, We'll we'll just announce this match that we had waiting. We, mm. we could just pull this card to say, "Oh, Punk Joe, Punk Joe Four, and this is when they've like struck struck it, and they did it in Canada <laughs> for a few thousand fans, which again is cool. Yeah, I, I think actually, around two thousand, two thousand. Uh, yeah, yesterday, like before the show, they announced uh, one thousand nine hundred forty four tickets uh, with a setup of two thousand eight hundred twenty four. I'm sure you had some walk ups and things like that, so probably a, a little bit over two. Again, we went to four, uh, we went to three AEW shows uh, the past few weeks here in Canada. Forbidden Door was legit like sellout. It was mm. packed. It was nuts. The 300 section, everything was full and crazy. The other shows, the collision shows and the dynamites was not. It was very empty considering I've been going to wrestling shows since I was like 13. So yeah. it's like, okay, it's a lot different than WWE. So, uh, one Bill Phil, as I say, is still can't fill uh, these arenas. And I, I think, it's kind of I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's the, what's the problem of them not drawing. I, Is it stories? I think, I think there's a few things here. Yeah. 
Like, I think the timing has just been rough, and that's not necessarily AEW's fault. That's like Turner want this show, yeah. and they want it on a Saturday night at 8 p.m. Which is a bad which time. Is, in the beginning of summer. Which is tough. Um, but uh, also, you're starting this show like right before Forbidden Door, right before a huge pay-per-view. So it's, it's already, look, we're trying to sell the pay-per-view. Right. So, and then you have like your third week, third or was it? Yeah, third show is taped just because of your, the way your scheduling works. You announce these sort of house shows in Canada and you're maybe not going to the hottest areas. Yeah, like it's, it's cool doing a Canada tour and getting more people seeing you. I... I also just don't think they did enough to hype this match. Like, we had the video package. They, they've told us kind of on commentary of why this is a big deal. Um, if you can't have Punk in the same building or whatever as the Elite, like, there's no reason why Joe couldn't have cut a promo on Dynamite. Did we really need a uh, acclaimed versus Bollywood Boys and Blade for reasons? match that goes over two segments right like, i'm pretty sure that had like two commercial break or something like did that need to happen like could you have had joe come out and cut because the guy can promo cut a killer promo on dynamite selling the match saturday nights are a bad night but enough people stay in to watch ufc and actually pay money to see that so you hype up punk joe you know like make it feel a big deal Wrestling fans like to but gather. Make, is, make this whole collision feel big. Get your pizza and your beer in before going out and you watch Punk Joe. And It's it's interesting because you say that UFC people, that they, they that's, takes away from the people watching. There's a lot of people that like both, right? Yep. So a lot of people don't didn't watch that last night because there was a UFC last night. Mm. I know that. My brothers were telling me, oh, there's a UFC today. I'm watching this. And I'm like, oh. Cool. I'm. I'm not gonna watch punk. Shit. We watched it at like five in the morning this morning mm. because you were working. And and Saturday nights is again is really hard, especially right in the beginning of the summer when that's when people do go out. They stay inside all winter and save money and do watch wrestling on Saturday nights and and movies and game and everything. When it comes summertime, they finally we outside. Like it's 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 hard. So to then go. Don't worry. We got CM Punk. Who everyone wants to talk about. Okay, let's see if this works. No, it didn't. And and I like is this rate? Are these ratings okay for like the the the, the Warner people? I guess, but like it still feels just like Rampage. It's Rampage, baby. And I'm like, you're just trying to 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 call it something else. And I I, I am like, okay, they've, I, they've definitely they've just not done enough so yeah. far. I think we needed some really hot angles. We it's. A lot of these characters who I like, I like Andrade, I like Miro, I like Malachi Black, but they keep coming and disappearing so much that I'm like, okay, so now I, if this was, you know, Andrade's debut, like, awesome. Like all these guys, they were like hot and fresh and just coming in. Great. But it it just feels, it does feel like, um, like the land of misfit toys. Yeah, hey, tune in for Samoa Joe CM Punk 4. Wrestling fans are like, oh, shit, that sounds pretty crazy. They're going to give that away for free on this new show? What else is on this show? Julia Hart in action. Yeah. Oh, oh, what else is on this show? Scorpio Sky versus Action Andretti. Wow. Yeah, and both, both guys who've been, like, missing as well recently. 
don't even know what else. Oh, okay. They had the tag match. You know, yeah. you know what? That was pretty good. They went really long. And FTR, if this is their show too now because of Punk, cool. Make this the tag team show and uh, have more banger tag team matches like this. Like, again, the wrestling on the show was pretty good. It's just, it's so hard to but make even, me care about but it. But even, like, it's it's four weeks and it's just been combinations of, like, these eight guys. <laughs> That's you it. Know, it's, it's Bullet Club making Gold, towns. Ricky Starks, Joe, Punk, FTR. It's, yeah. like, just mixing that every week so far. And it's, yeah. Um, well, what, what did you think of the match? Yeah, I want to, like, I feel like we're being, like, negative on the show, but I think a lot of fans see through this as, like, not necessarily the best idea for a new show. But when it comes down to it, like, some of the stuff I watched was still pretty good. Samoa Joe... And Punk, obviously a lot older, a lot slower, but I still enjoyed some of the the back and forth that mm. they had in the match. And obviously Joe doing the classic walk-off spots. Like, they, they, they did throwbacks to some of the stuff that they'd done before. Again, I don't think it matched any of the, anywhere near the, the, like, quality from their earlier matches years ago. But is this, like, what it was like when, when people who watched WCW and WWF in the 90s and when it's, like... 2000 or 1990 something and it's hogan versus you know roddy yeah and we're like wow these guys were great 20 years well, ago we had it on our uh steamboat flare show didn't we and yeah and they they had all these great matches and then they had one in like wcw 99 yeah and you're like, like oh, oh it's, it's cool like it's, it's cool, cool that they did this years later but i i do think punk has been looking good like considering he's been out for a while like, i do think he He's wrestling the same way I remember him wrestling. Like, Joe has slowed down a bit, but it's still, like... He's got his, like, weight and power the and... Bear. And still, like, yeah. uh, just his... Uh, I love his cockiness and just attitude in matches. Um, I, I did enjoy the match. Um, as you said, it wasn't a patch on the other ones. I think they could have hyped it up way more than they did and make it feel like a huge main event. Um, something I have liked with Collision, and I don't know if this is... Uh, just strategic camera angles to hide lack of crowd. It is. <laughs> but that being said, I've I've enjoyed the different kind of shots they've used that we don't see on Dynamite, and they use it a lot in this match. Like the the camera behind one guy peering through to see right. the other guy in the corner, some overhead shots. It's it's making it look and feel a little different, and that's something I will say, Collision so far, I like that the... Uh, I do feel it has a bit of a different feel. It's got a different voice, obviously, with commentary, which makes it feel a little different. Um, the red and yellow's working, and I've I've been liking these different camera angles and stuff. So I think that that's been cool for me. But um, it needs a injection of some just more star power, I think, than just you can't just have punk, FTR, and Bullet Club Gold. Like you need different characters and actual stories. And I think that's what's to me, I think that's what's lacking with them and the ticket sales and the interest and the stories is what WWE has been, is doing really well right now. Like storytelling, the matches have gotten better. Obviously mm. we can all attest to that, but like saying like, Oh, they've improved, but the storylines have been like solid and AEW. I don't think they're doing that when everyone just wanted to talk about punk. And then as soon as he comes back, eh, What's yeah. he? What's he doing? They need farting around. Yeah. There's. What's this. he doing? What's yeah. What's the story? There is no story. I'm back. I okay. mean, they, so Joe choked him out at the end there. So yeah. I do feel we're going back to that. Joe. So and Punk. Joe Punk five. Yeah. Eventually happening and a bit more like mustard on it. I bet they would slap the hell out of each other. So I think 
that promoting eventually them fighting one more time. You can't have that be the last time they fought. No. I mean, if you're doing Punk MJF in Chicago for the title, do you do that at Wembley? Punk Joe 5. Sure. Yeah, if you're not doing Punk MJF yeah. at that show. Yeah. Um, I do... Uh, the other things... Uh, you had Malachi Black kind of uh, cutting a promo in a dark room on Andrade. This whole thing about uh, the mask. He took Andrade's mask and Andrade's pissed about that. It's That's not Some great stories yeah, there. Not particularly <laughs> compelling to me. And also they're doing the thing. And, and Tony Khan's so guilty of this. It's, oh, we'll make you a... You're a champion now? You're a singles champion? Let's put you in a tag team. Oh, you're a trios champion? How about we put you in singles feuds right yeah, now? Yeah. Like, why? Like, it's, it's, maybe it's building to an LFI, uh, like. LFI? Yeah. What's LFI? LFI, uh, you know, Roosh, uh, Roosh, Andrade. Oh, man. Preston Vance. <laughs> those lads. No, I had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, leading to them versus House of Black. That's what they're the called? Line. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, Los. Faction in Gobinable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, maybe it's leading to like that trios down the line, but right now it just feels like they're setting up Black Andrade, which is cool. But like, why they've done it? Like Darby was TNT champion. Let's put him in load tag matches with, yeah. with Sting. They know how to book champions. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's, it is. It's bizarre. like the story ends when they're champion, and mm. it's just like, ah, what do we do now? So uh, it looks like uh, Powerhouse Hobbs has left QTV. Uh, he lost to Ricky Starks with a bit of a distraction from QT. So uh, Hobbs was pissed, went to beat up QT after Aaron Solo steps in. So he spine busters him and oh. walks off. So thank God Hobbs has He's left, left this QTV. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sinking ship. And it's gone where we think it's going with Starks and uh, Punk in the final. Yeah, so you're still thinking Punk turns heel? I hope so. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense and give definitely like the little bit of an injection there. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, like Collision, I, I, it's two hours of more wrestling. They're going to make money off of it, sure. But seeing there's not a lot of people showing up to this, it's on Saturday. It's a hard time to watch for some people. I still thought it had some good stuff on it. That being said, it, it should be a better <laughs> night for live attendance. It should be worse for TV, yeah. but like Saturday night, yeah. let's go to the wrestling. Let's go out after that kind of thing. Yeah. And it is, it is definitely, I can imagine when, you know, seeing them announce the things and, oh, what's in my town? You're hoping for a dynamite. Yeah. Oh, I got a collision. All right, I guess I go. And I think you'd have had fun last night with the main event and the tag match, which the tag was pretty... We put it on in the background yeah. before recording, and it was pretty solid, especially those like last five minutes and all the near falls. So they, they it was an eliminator match, and they have a title shot now, which they I assume have a title shot. Is... And we also have a tournament going on for a title shot for the tag titles as well. Like what? Yeah, so, yeah. some confusing things going on, but yeah, um, Collision was all right. Uh, I, it's still something I I cherry pick through, to be honest, and it's it's going to be it's tough. Just the the time with me working, like I'm yeah. never probably going to watch this fully front to back. Yeah. Uh, which is just, and dynamite. I make sure I do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't see Scorpio sky versus action. Andretti. I did not either. I'm sure it was a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Regina's best um, match ever. 
Well, let's go on to Adam Cole's birthday. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about some storytelling a in AEW? Proper AW? show. Yeah. With proper storytelling. Uh, you know what? I, I could see a lot of people not liking this as a story, but definitely MJF is, I think, good at storytelling. Some of the best storytelling AEW's done is involving MJF. And again, here doing the classic, can they coexist? Can they be friends? But done a little bit differently. We've seen MJF like mess with people before in AEW and becoming friends and team partners and all this stuff. We obviously know where it's going. So it's like every time you do, you kind of strap in, but then he makes you laugh. Like MJF reminds me of like Stewie Griffin and Kendall Roy, like put together or something. It's like, he's psychotic Yeah, and I love it. But then I, when it comes time to it, I'm, I hate you. I am mad at you. You're a bad guy. So that makes some for some of the best movie characters ever. So it makes for one of the best wrestling characters. And I like that he's he makes me laugh when he he does a really good job at that. And some of the stuff with Adam Cole and him last week, I was like, I shouldn't like this. And then I kept watching it and I really got into it. It was my favorite part of Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. All these segments. Yeah, the, like the, the, going to the gym. Yeah, the first one, right? Lifting and, and making fun of Puff. And I like how... So much in wrestling, it's like, I'm a good guy now, forget about everything I ever did. And I like how they're presenting Adam Cole as, I'm a bit of a prick as well. <laughs> like, I'm, I've like seen the error of my ways yeah. and I'm trying to be a better person, but I'm still a prick. I'm still going to make fun of Tony Schiavone. Yeah, that was the best part. And yeah. <laughs> I like how this story's almost a little meta, because it's, where is we're going, Eddie Thorpe, Damon Kemp, Gable Stevenson on NXT, and it's like, well, Gable Stevenson's gonna turn on Eddie Thorpe. Right. Like, it's gonna happen. Whereas here, it's Adam Cole knows MJF is fucking with him. Yeah. MJF knows Adam Cole knows that he's fucking with him. But, like, also deep down, I think both of them are like, actually, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying your company. <laughs> <laughs> and, We're both the same, and you it's and like, I. Cole, at the end of uh, the, the birthday thing, it's like, even if you did this to fuck with me, no one else bought me streamers a cake and a party hat today and sang to me. So thank you. Yeah. I think it's really funny. And we've seen MJF do these kind of stories before with like Jericho and to a lesser extent, Sam, uh, Sammy. Yeah. And you could go like, Oh, going to the, the well again. It's like you either become friends with them or you make them run a gauntlet of matches. Right. But I'm still super entertained with it. And I think these two, it's, it's getting Adam Cole, like we're seeing more of that personality that we we've seen before in NXT and stuff from him from this feud. Yeah, and when they finally do that double clothesline next week, the pop the pop should be good. It should be a reaction. I, I mean, I I'd save it for the the final. Right, they should the win the titles. You could, you could, and that's how. And then they have to face Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> With CM well, we Park know we know MJF is uh, he's been on Collision. Adam Cole seems to be cool with punk so that is that's the link there right like mjf call leading to punk mjf yeah so you could always do like if the blind eliminator tournament that winner faces ftr first you could do the switch yeah like i think it's kind of fun for the story to have mjf as a double champ and these guys as like the tag champs damn you know okay maybe interesting because eventually you've got to go to mjf call yes like the rematch right? i mean whether that's wembley as well Okay. True. I, like, it, it's weird, the back-to-back thing, isn't it? Like, all in, all out. Well, all in's not a pay-per-view, and all out is. So, like, you could... It'd just be silly not to have the biggest matches well, on I, that show. I feel you'd put... Uh, you'd 
I don't think you're going to, like, 75,000 people so far yeah. fall in, whether it's free TV or pay-per-view or what. You've got to put huge matches yeah, on that yeah, show. Yeah. But whether it's, like, you know, Osprey Kenny 3 is big enough for that show that we could do something lesser, like a Cole MJF and then the MJF Punk in Chicago. I feel you've got to do Punk. Yeah in Chicago really yeah as repetitive as that is it just makes more sense and especially from a pay-per-view standpoint yeah where do people see it at Poison Rana Pod what are the the proper ways to book the two two weeks in a row of like possible big matches and obviously we're going to all in which would feel like the Wrestlemania mm. even though it's probably going to be on the daytime TV it's just going to be collision <laughs> during the day because of the time change I think you get a lot of views on it I think a lot of people I think it should be on TV yeah I think yeah TNT middle of the day on a on a Sunday like could could do big numbers I yeah. think um, I just love that picture of Adam Cole in the hat there Adam Cole in the hat yeah the streamers I love how it all went over on MJF and not on him <laughs> <laughs> like that might have been purposely done yeah. obviously it was just so silly. I was I just kept looking up and like seeing these two. It's the fact Adam Cole's like both are in their gear. Yeah. Like which is just like pants <laughs> and like these party hats. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this segment and kind of looking ahead to this week, um, they're supposed to face my my new favorite team, the big lads. Brian Cage and Big Bill. Hell yeah. And they're supposed to face them. And MJF is like, Oh, actually, uh it looks like I'm sick now too. I'm not gonna be able to make it and at, they've been like spatting on Twitter, basically like, no, you're you're making. This I don't match. feel like double clothesline will beat these two. No, I don't know. Th- their move is Brian Cage power bombs the guy while Big Bill clotheslines the guy at the same time because they're he's so tall yeah. that he can reach. <laughs> and it's like, damn these these guys. I think they found it. I think they found each other. Yeah, I think they found each other. Big Bill and Big Cage. I I just wish I wish this blind eliminator tournament was a little bit more random. Yeah, like. uh You've got, like, conveniently swerving our glory back together. Orange and Cassidy, who've already been partnering. These two partnering. Jericho Society. Yeah. People. Exactly. Yeah. Sammy and Garcia. And then, like, the only really weird ones are the, the ones where it could be anyone and they're just jobbing. And that's Matt Menard and Butcher. It's just weird. Magic meat. I'm at- <laughs> Imagine you're a tag team and you're like, well, the fuck? Like... Can't we just have a tag team tournament with all these other teams? But we've seen that. We've yeah. Seen, like, I, I love, I I do like the concept. I just think they haven't had as much fun with it as yeah. possible. You should have some, a lot more weirder pairings and yeah. mixing up actual tag teams a bit more. Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't it be like, I know uh, they've all got their own things going on, but like, you know, oh, Nick Jackson's partnering Dax Wheeler. Right. Uh, Dax Harwood. Yeah. Like, that's kind of stuff where it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. You know what? In TNA, years and years ago, when, when they were, like, getting heated up, um, they did that with a bunch of their tag teams. They kept having, like, tag team matches and three-way tag matches. So, finally, there was something where you got to partner with each other. Like, your enemies, yeah. you got to switch around. And then they would become champions. And it was it was pretty interesting. So, like, yeah. I guess, I guess the, like, execution of, like, oh, MJF and Cole are randomly... Like, it was... Maybe a little too, like, phony. Mm. I think there could have been different things they could have went. Like, now knowing in the future if this could be a thing, think about it just a little bit more, and it could probably pan out just yeah. a bit better as well. But I think it's working, I guess, with MJF and Cole, because I, I do like the storyline. Again, do you draw this out for weeks, having them become tag team champions? If they beat FTR, like, would that happen? You, you're saying that would be a bit more interesting? I kind of agree, but... 
like where's f what's ftr's like next few months right like what's their all in show big match like i would hope the bucks yeah i don't see that being the direction yeah necessarily yeah i mean maybe um something i liked uh on this week's dynamite was the video package for nick wayne yeah debuting next week against swerve uh we know they're like kind of from the same like Seattle area and have faced before, but I thought they did a really good job with this and Darby kind of being the guy presenting Nick yeah. Wayne, who is probably going to be, yeah, like Darby's had one now. Yeah. Like Sting, Darby, and Nick Wayne. Gone, OB. So this is Anakin right <laughs> oh, here. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> the chosen one, Nick this Wayne. This is going to be the biggest heel in pro wrestling. Wow. Calling it now. I thought they did a really good job here. Like, uh, explaining who he is who his father was and like how much that family means to Darby and why he brought him in showing him being given the contract at a, is it a defy show I yeah think. years uh, ago i thought this was pretty cool and did a better job hyping nick wayne i think than they did hyping joe punk yeah yeah absolutely i i think this is pretty cool this kid's just turned 18 like a little while ago and now with this being able to wrestle they've actually promoted this match months ago on social media swerving him said your first match in AW will be against me in Regina. And it's like, oh, that's kind of weird, but it's happening. And I, I think this kid is pretty great from any time we've seen him. We got the chance to briefly see him at GCW in Toronto. And we were like, oh, yeah, this kid's definitely got something for sure. So uh, it's interesting and to see where he goes. I imagine probably this is building to a Swerve Derby feud. Yeah. Which I think sounds oh, great. Yeah. I think Swerve is being, has this real, like, meanness as a heel like sure. he seems like a proper villain yeah and you know darby is someone who will do the craziest shit so i, I think you could see like sort does some crazy stuff too like yeah i could see uh this being like building to a, a coffin match darby swerve whoa like that's kind of darby's specialty yeah. he's had two so far i think andrade yeah. and the ethan page one i could see this being building to that sure nick wayne being involved yeah yeah i think sort of beats him but i think he'll he'll impress everyone come mm. come Wednesday. Absolutely. I definitely am interested in that. Yeah, I love the video for that. And you're right. They didn't really hype up Samoa Joe and Punk the, on Dynamite to like make they have me, one video package. It didn't make it feel like, you know, like, you know, I go to postwrestling.com and I see stuff from Pollock and like and then you go, "Oh, but like, he he promoted that match, but AEW I didn't find it did it too well." Yeah. Uh what else was on Dynamite? Uh what else was on Dynamite? Well, we did have uh Britt Baker taking on Ruby Soho in the Owen Hart Foundation tournament in, uh, yeah, quite the match. <laughs> uh, we were robbed of this match. Yeah. Were we? We were robbed of this match. From yeah. last week. Yeah. Because she was sick. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I wasn't too into this. Uh, I actually, uh, I'll admit, I think the outcast thing is working. I'm a fan of Tony Storm, and I'm a fan of Ruby Soho. I used to be a big fan of Paige. In AEW, not too much. But now with them being the heels... And having Tony as the champ makes me like it more than if it was just Soraya as the champ mm. and not doing most of the legwork. It's actually Tony who's putting on stuff and Ruby putting on good matches. This one not wasn't necessarily one of them, but I do like the story going with the outcasts and being the heels and everything. But yeah, this one didn't click for I me. I thought this match was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, for Dynamite goes, I, I was expecting a lot more out of Britt and Ruby. and Yeah, it was a little clunky in places but like the the interference was way 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 too much this was like fucking evil evil and dick Togo kind of, of shit here yeah um i 
it was way too much. It made the ref look so stupid. The amount of like distractions and interference and stuff going on and the ref just like looking at it at yeah. some points. Yeah. Um I feel like this happens a lot in AEW, these distraction finishes, but this match had like ten of them. Um I was almost expecting a Jamie Hayter return here to kind of even the odds, and I wonder what her status is because it would be a real shame if she's not on that uh, all in. Oh yeah, I, I hope she makes it back for that. I mean, we have Sky Blue now, kind of coming out at the end, going up against Ruby. So that's the Ruby next match. The next round. I think that'll be a better match. I, I've been like liking Sky Blue a lot. Again, I I was expecting something from this. Britt was a huge star here when it comes to the women's division, and Ruby is pretty safe in the ring and pretty puts on some pretty good stuff. So there should have, this should have been good and it, and it wasn't, but yeah, yeah. Just too much of outcast. They're, they're not doing it for me quite as much uh, yeah. as for you, but like, uh, yeah, just, I wonder if we get this Jamie return soon. Uh, Cause I can see Brit after this loss, still kind of feuding with the outcast. Like should all in just be Tony, Jamie. Yeah, right? absolutely. That should be the match. Yeah. We've seen it before and it's awesome. So, Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm 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 interested in that because I I like where it can go with Tony. Again, I like I've been liking Tony. Ruby is a good, you know, side tag partner, and Soraya is just there. But I would like to see Jamie and and Tony. And uh, then we had the main event: uh, Kenny Omega taking on Wheeler Utah. Uh, Kenny being zero and three since Callus turned on him. Damn. And uh, Wheeler Yuta obviously getting that pin on him in Anarchy in the Arena. I pinned Kenny Omega in the main event. Uh, and yeah, this was a lot of uh, Kenny selling the effects of the Osprey match, his neck in particular, um, and kind of doing the like, uh, like clearly been uh, looking at his Sabu doing some planned botches here based around the neck, like the you can't escape, right. like stumble and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, he's good. He's good. Um, I thought Wheeler Yuta looked looked great as well. For me, it, the match didn't click for me right away. It was kind of the final stretch. I really started yeah. getting into it. I thought it it took a little bit of time to warm up for me, which I I was surprised with considering it's these two. But um, yeah, another like really solid dynamite match with Kenny. Yeah, great match. I love Wheeler Yuta. I would say I, I, he's got the grumpy BCC face down, but he doesn't have quite the move set yet mm. that shows me you're that killer uh daniel garcia stopped being a pro wrestler to become a sports entertainer <laughs> excuse me and it's working he's got like some like side antidotes in his ripples of his character wheeler Yuta's still just the young pup who's scrappy and, and is a good wrestler i still am not seeing like kind of like the next evolution when i watched him wrestle kenny omega and like the last 10 minutes of the matches they went like 16 minutes but like it was like good and he's and he's great and he can hang with some of the best wrestlers going and it shows that's why he's put in these positions but there's still something i'm like ah i, I feel like you'll be a star down the line but something's still like i don't believe you're that mean guy in this it'll take time i think it's like it's going to take when like the bcc eventually start feuding with each other right. and i think that's when you'll see yuda like he had those great matches with Moxley that really helped. right yeah. Um, but he's young. Like it's gonna like he's great. I think yeah, you don't need to rush it. And I think he has been like. And I think picking that win at Anarchy in the arena yeah, is a really yeah. good move for him. Um, but no, I love I love this match and and Kenny uh, getting the one winged angel and hitting in, in Canada is always good to see the crowd. The crowd does love him in, mm-hmm. in other places, so he's definitely like the big Canadian star. But uh, 
yeah, I, I enjoyed this match and definitely made me go, okay, that kind of saved that dynamite a little bit. Because there wasn't other, a lot of outside MJF stuff. There wasn't too much I enjoyed. Yeah, the, I, I liked the... Um, so there was a big beatdown at the end. Yeah. Uh, and all the... They kind of said about how, um, like, Eddie's away in the G1. Danielson has his arm broken. Um, and uh, so Claudio runs out for the, the beatdown to Kester as well. Um, yes. And we still, they do, they did confirm it's going to be five on five. So two mystery men. Uh, Eddie's out. Danielson's out. Um, who are we going? Coda? Is, is it that- Coda Bushi? I think it is now. Like, this has to be it. Like, Kenny, after the show went off the air, did cut a promo basically saying, like, someone's close to me is coming in. So. I can't see who else it would be. No, it has to be. Um, and is, are we assuming Jericho? With BCC, with Don, the Don Callis yeah, the, segment there, which was a little interesting. Yeah, so Jericho says maybe. Yeah. And maybe I'll join you. And that means, hey, maybe you do a favor and help these guys out. Or is it CM Punk, who for some reason people are reporting he wants to be involved in this match? I feel this is uh, Punk being a bit of a shit disturber. Like, all, all the times he's been like, oh, I've tried to talk to the elite. Like, it seems, reading between the lines, there are actual legal... Right reasons why they can't be in a room together sure. and they can't talk. To, that's what it sounds like, right. you know. So, but it's all very well. Punk being, I'll, I'll team with Mox to face the elite. Yeah, I'll, I don't think he wants I'll to team with that. you either. And it's like, oh, they don't want to. They don't want to. Right. Um, but that would have been cool. Like it would, <laughs> K, like kayfabe wise, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Punk teaming with these guys to take on the elite. Yeah, because they got beef. Um. Yeah, I can't see who else it can be for BCC. Like, there's Shooter, but he'll be doing the G1. Yeah. And, like, it would would also be, as much as it makes sense, be a bit of a letdown. Like, oh, who? Yeah. Um, as much as we love him, yeah. For storyline-wise, AW, he's only been featured, like, once or twice. Yeah. Uh, Blue Kane, could it be? Blue Kane's busy, hopefully, working indie dates with Matt Cardona. Making so, it snow. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Jericho, I guess, is the Jericho one. Jericho probably makes the most when sense. When I think of I'm Blackpool think, Combat Club, I think of Chris Jericho. I'm trying to think off-roster who... But, like, you, you can't really have any New Japan guys yeah. right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess, yeah, Jericho just seems such a weird... You can't have Osprey in it. Because, like, Osprey, Kenny would make sense, but... Like, it would be more interesting in a way for, like... Well, sorry to cut you off, but also people are saying that... Um, that Yuta got injured in this match as well. Oh, from really? Kenny, and maybe uh, that he won't make it, but it looks like he might be. It's something to do with his leg or okay. something, but hopefully he's in this match. Like, story-wise, it would be interesting, but this isn't going to happen because they've all got their own things going on. Like, Daniel Garcia being kind of pissed off with Jericho, yeah. like, potentially leaving JAS. Right. And being like... These guys wanted me in the first place. Yeah. And join them. That would be awesome. Yeah. But it's he seems tied up with like... But Sammy also, they're supposed to be heels, right? The BCC. Yeah. So you wouldn't necessarily... Well, so Garcia right now. Yeah, I feel like that would be the baby face turning moment mm. if he were to like do that. But so It wait. feels like they're trying... It all seems backwards because they're trying to turn Sammy the baby face. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a little, it's it's a little wobbly. The, the heel. It's, it's, a, it's a little all over the place, like kind of... But this is coming up in what two weeks, so I guess we'll find this week on on Dynamite. Yeah, do we see? Do they say it's going to be Coda? Do we just assume it's going to be Coda Bushi? Does he show up? Do you like? 
you would feel like a Boston crowd would like give Kota Ibushi a reaction, right? We hope so. So like you could announce Jericho next week and then have Ibushi as the surprise right. on the day, but I don't know. All leading to Chris Jericho versus Kota Ibushi at All In. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Completely dropped the the sting fu- uh, stuff, didn't they? Yeah. And it almost feels like j- maybe it was just pandering to um, where were they? Canada. Can- no. <laughs> <laughs> Province. <laughs> Uh, Edmonton, Calgary. Yeah, uh, maybe it was pandering to them, but he seemed like he was turning babyface this week as well. Yeah, I thought, but that's because he's here. And then the Don Callis stuff is like, oh, actually, maybe I, maybe it makes sense if I do join you and mm. Will Osprey. He's just he's loves staying relevant. This Chris Jericho, and he's pretty good at it. Yeah, so we'll see uh, what that is. But yeah, that uh, could that could be good. Anything else from uh, AEW this week? Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like they're just kind of really cold, and I'm not sure what it is. Like I lo- I love Young Bucks, Hangman, and I'm like not feeling what's going on. They're getting not the they're getting no reaction. They're getting not a lot of reaction. So what's to be do- like? Once I'm I'm actually really excited for Blood and Guts to be over, so we can move away from BCC and, and the and Elite. Just focus on like, what is this. Wembley show. Yeah, let's focus on like some big matches and stories and don't repeat the same story going every week with the BCC and Elite. I don't think it's necessarily hitting. Like, I think it's, it's run its course. So let's end it and then move on from that. And we'll, if something like Kota Ibushi, Kota Ibushi coming in from that, then that can spiral off into him, you know, having a match or him and Kenny versus, you know, someone and someone. But I guess we'll see. Like, what's the Golden Lovers versus, you know, Someone else at all in, maybe that's like the match, but I'd rather Kenny. Do Kenny Osprey. Yeah, I yeah, I think point. so too. Yeah. yeah, like Osprey would have made sense as well if it wasn't for the G1. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, for the like, BCC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, let's move on. Oh, I did, uh, I did enjoy that Beal from Keith Lee to, to Darby. Darby as well. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out. Yeet, yeeted him. Um, let's move over to WWE. Roman Reigns was put on trial in tribal court. You can't handle the truth. He, uh, look at that picture, bends the knee to Jey Uso. Not only bending the knee, bending the sneaker. Bending the look sneaker. Look at that. That's, yeah. that's how you know. Yeah. Dudes these days take off their sneakers when they propose because they don't want to crease the shoe. <laughs> Roman here showing. He Roman's lo- got the money. He yeah, can, he can afford these a flex, pair. like yeah. literally. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flexing on the shoe. Yeah. Bending the shoe. I don't care. I'll just buy another one. So yeah, Jey Uso getting the pin over Roman at Money in the Bank and they put Roman on trial showing all the times he's been manipulating them, gaslighting them. Classic. And uh, going way back, also putting stuff in there of when he like fired and hit Paul Heyman. So kind of show the ways, man. Hey, wow. it's not just been to us, it's to you. Uh, showing stuff with Solo as well. It's like the elders sent you, but like you listen to me. And which was actually one of the moments I, I really liked in the tag match when I think was it Jay or Jimmy kicked out? Or was or was it the stacking kick out? Yeah. And Roman's like, I don't know what to do, sitting there and solo's the one like, Yo, come on, let's do this. <laughs> so I think they've like teased that kind of well. Uh but then Roman punching Jay in the dick oh. and beating the shit out of Jimmy, sending him to hospital. Oh. And then big closing angle, J- Jay getting his revenge, attacking both solo and Roman with the chair. And calling out Roman Reigns for the title. So it's Jay Roman at SummerSlam. Not confirmed yet, but that's the direction. We assume that makes sense. 
Yeah. Uh, this was a, I watched this segment. Uh, this was a long segment. Yeah. It's like it's got their entrances. Roman takes 12 minutes to get to the damn ring. Yeah. And, and then uh, the video package that you mentioned. And then going back, like they went to break and then they come back. It's like they're like CSI here. The bloodline of the draw. Yeah. Let's have them over four segments of this like two hour show. Yeah. It's like law and order. Like play the sound effect. Ding, ding. And they come back. It's like tribal chief. You are on trial. <laughs> uh, I, I've definitely like not been into the bloodline as much. Like I said of the elite and BCC, it's mm-hmm. like a little too much of the same thing every week and definitely not interest, not have my attention span. Um, but I will say like there is still good stuff in it. Like I love, uh, Roman solo and the Usos being able to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like all being able to do this together in these storylines and kind of killing it and nailing it and like, getting huge crowd reactions and it's clearly like working. It's got to be one of the biggest, most popular storylines in the least last 10 years. If not like for, for a while I saw some discourse online, people being like, Oh, it's the best wrestling uh, storyline of all time. And I definitely disagree with that, but I'm like, yo, for this era, like it's definitely up there. I, I personally could, could like move away from it. And I think we will come uh, like, after SummerSlam, I would imagine he beats Jay. Maybe Randy Orton comes back. We go into that feud for some of the bigger PLEs in the, in the fall. Eventually, maybe Solo gets his shot at Roman. He also, when Roman has absolutely no one and has to go up against Cody at WrestleMania 40, that's when he loses the title. Yeah, like you can you can do a Jimmy TV match, maybe. Um, and then Solo, I'd, I'd say you do that around Rumble, Rumble. Elimination Chamber time. So... Randy Survivor Series, if he's back, if yeah. he's healthy, I think that makes sense. That seems fresh. What I, what I really like about this feud, and, and maybe, maybe others feel the opposite, and that's why it feels like this is just dragging on forever. Yeah. I like how each feud has bled into the next one. So often in wrestling, it's like you have the Roman beats Cody or whoever... And then the next night, someone random just comes out to challenge and start a new feud. And it's like starting here. Yeah. Whereas each feud they've had is kind of overlapped into the next one, which like has made kind of logical sense. And just now we've sort of mapped out where it can go to Mania. You've got the Solo Sokoa like, connection there. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I do like how they've done that. And I think that's where like I give them credit because wrestling does get lazy. You do go... Oh, you're just a baby face now for reasons, and that's it. Like, and we'll forget everything you did. And yeah, yeah. That match is over now. They've moved on. So, uh, it's still like one of the most compelling things in WWE right now. And I do try and check out those segments. Every yeah, week. me too. I have to because it's like it's 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 huge right now. Story, and they are, yeah. and yeah, it's the main story going in wrestling, right? So I I, I have to. I, I I still love it. I still love wrestling so much. And it, it that they're doing a good job because I go as silly as this is. Roman and his overacting, like, oh my god, he make he makes me howl. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I'm tuning in, so it's working. And like, even the 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 getting on down on one knee, like, oh my god, it's like it's I know so where funny. this is going already. Yeah. It's like it's so funny. It's great. Though. Uh, so like, yeah, as much as I think it's ridiculous, like I am still enjoying it. Uh, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I watched from WWE. Uh, so we had uh, Edge versus Grayson Waller. On I wa- you had that on, so yeah. I watched that with you yesterday. Yeah, uh, that was all right. Edge kind of giving <clears throat> Waller the rub, the rub at the end, a bit of respect after. Um, I I want to see Waller succeed on the main roster. I think Money in the Bank was a 
a step forward for him. I think they have kind of fumbled him a little bit so right. far. Um, but uh, I like him. I think he can go in the ring and he can be a good heel on the He mic. needs to be a bit meaner, right? He, they need to let him loose a little yeah, more. Yeah. Maybe less he was or something. He was at that show, Money yeah, in the Bank. Absolutely. So definitely in the right direction. Um, yeah, that was, that was all right. Uh, EO just keeps on trying to cash in. Yeah, so she's trying to cash in the Money in the Bank. I think we get the Bailey match at SummerSlam, I guess, because... It's not Asuka EO at SummerSlam. So it's, I think it's uh, Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca is the three-way okay. uh, for the title. And then um, who's the other champion? Rhea? Who's Rhea feuding with? I don't know. No one I think it. maybe she'll face Raquel. I'm Raquel? not sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's also a tag champ right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but EO Bailey, uh, yeah, you've got, what, a month to get there. They seem to be kind of back on What about Trish side. Becky? Trish Becky's going to be SummerSlam yeah. as well. Yeah, I do think SummerSlam's looking pretty, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else, um, what else happened that I watched. I guess that's about it. I, I would be interested if EO had a big SummerSlam match just because we're going to that. Uh, there's rumors that it's DIY versus Kevy, Kevin and Sammy at SummerSlam, and I would lose my mind. That would be definitely worth the drive over to Detroit because. Uh, dream match that sounds sure. great yeah absolutely like, i don't know how they get there but like that sounds really let's good. get to get let's get there soon let's yeah. get there quick people yeah. we got this we got this that'll make a, an amazing show stealing match if that can happen diy versus uh the best friends there but um wwe i don't watch a whole lot of i don't i don't watch raw i st- still skip it and watch it on twitter or threads now instagram i love they clip it and youtube it and all that Rest, uh, SmackDown has the big storylines, but I don't think SmackDown's been the wrestling show for a little while mm-hmm. now. So I definitely just check out like the segments that I want to. Like I, I watched Grayson and Edge with you, but I know that their <sighs> pay per views deliver. Money in the Bank proved that again. Like their their big shows delivers. So whatever it is that they put out for SummerSlam, I'm expecting it to be pretty good. And thank you, KB, for the two Australian dollars. Wow. Says, How about Grayson Cena at O2 and Edge in MSG in one week. That is pretty huge. Yeah. Working two, like, very famous venues against two of the top, top guys. Yeah, you're doing a segment with Cena, the like, the, the be-all, end-all, and then Edge in Madison Square Garden having a match. I mean, pretty good, man. So, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. We're going to get that Aussie mania. Hold on for it, KB. I know you're waiting for it. WrestleMania 50. <laughs> WrestleMania 50 in Melbourne? Brisbane, yeah. Sydney, yeah, one of those things. All It'll, of them do the like simulcast. They should do that again. Yeah, like, like there's a. I think that would work. I think that would. Work. I don't think so. People would be so mad that like one match is over yeah. there and not the one yeah. I'm going to. And, well, do you remember that Raw they did yeah, that? And it was, yeah, it was dire. Um, it's like, hey, everyone, we're gonna do classic Raw, but you're, you're anyone who's just here, yeah, you're gonna wait here for three hours, and the only thing you're gonna see is Road Dog beat up FTR. <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, yeah, I think that's it for WWE, yeah. really. Uh, let's get to the, the real stuff, finally. Yeah? Yeah. Blue Kane. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is going on with this Blue Kane guy? guy? taking the world by storm. <laughs> by snow. By snow, sorry, yes. Uh, so this guy on uh, Twitter, he's he's Blue Kane, at Blue Kane underscore. And uh, got, he, he wrote a little uh, bio here, actually, for anyone who's wondering what Blue Kane is. So he's a guy who's basically... Think of Kane, but he's blue. Yeah. Like old, old Kane. Yeah. Remember the rumors of blue Kane? 
Now they've come true. There, there, it was green cane. Green cane? Green oh, so this is blue cane. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a cryogenics expert, but I was caught in a laboratory mishap while attempting to cure my terminally ill wife. The accident drastically lowered my body temperatures to sub-zero levels and gave me ice powers, forcing me to wear a cryogenic suit in order to survive. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, and I've yes, seen... that has, and I know what you're thinking, but no, that is not the uh, character plot of Mr. Freeze. Not <laughs> at all. It is Blue Kane. It's Blue Kane. <laughs> he tweeted it. Uh, I, just, I haven't watched this uh, Blue Side of the Ring yet, have you? <laughs> is it, what is... it's, uh, it's like a fake documentary. You've got like. About uh, Blue Kane? Vader Scott, Lava Bates on there talking about, and it's shot with like the actors playing oh the like. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the resting part. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about Blue Kane. I've got to watch this after. Um, uh, Tonight's forecast. <laughs> A freeze is coming. Yeah, he said in reply to, isn't this just the backstory of Mr. Freeze? He's actually based off of my real life. <laughs> yeah, story. yeah. Mr. Freeze is based on Mr. Wow. Blue Kane. Um, so, yeah, Blue Kane. Are we getting, they're going to retry that Kane versus Kane match from Vengeance? May 19th. But, yeah. Fake uh, imposter Kane versus Red Kane versus Blue Kane. And So is this Blue Kane like more liberal? <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> he doesn't like red cane. Yeah, too much. Yeah, nobody nobody likes red cane no one anymore. Likes red cane to anymore. be honest, yeah. Um, and what? So uh, Cardona's pitching for a match with him. Yeah, he says if you can afford my rate <laughs> to any promoter who wants to book me in blue cane. Warning: I'm not cheap. <laughs> which, uh, which means uh, like. Jericho is going to try and get on it soon, right? <laughs> I mean, how long? Jericho, is... what is hot right now? Blue Kane, Blue Yo, Kane, Jericho. Tony, book him. Is like that's got to be some... that would get those numbers for Collision. <laughs> I think they'd get sued. I, I think that would. You can't just take a character. Fuck it. No, it's Blue Kane. He's got money. It's like wait, wait. This character that we own, uh, we can't just let you. No, no, no. It's not the same character. It's Blue Kane. <laughs> it's like. They're, they would get in trouble, I think. But yeah, Blue uh, Kane coming soon to an indie fed near you. And then maybe. Blue Kane's throwing them off the stage in a yeah. In a wheelchair. That's been right, the promotion right, they've been right, teasing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he said, "I'll throw you off the stage if they even have stages at indie shows." But yeah, yeah. some do. Some, some do. yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to an indie show. Oh. Uh, we're going to Demand Lucha. They're doing another show in Toronto for any of you uh, Toronto peeps out there. It's a rare Sunday show, um, I think, on July 23rd at the famous Lee's Palace. Oh, so for okay. any uh, local GTA people, you know, you see us at – we see a lot of our listeners and followers at Demand Lucha as of late. And we will be there on Sunday the 23rd. So uh, go get your tickets now. And I know tickets are at the door, but we will be there. Gringo Loco is going to be there. Effie's going to be there. There's a few people I'm not super familiar with, so I'm super excited. Uh, this is Brian Keith. Guy, he looks like he's wearing a cowboy hat or something. Didn't he play uh, Budweiser stage the other day? No, no, different guy, yeah. Okay. That was uh, Eric Church. Eric Church, okay. <laughs> Looked like him, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll be going to that. Um, I'm trying to think of other wrestling. We're taking a break, but then we're going to SummerSlam. We're doing All In. We have a lot of wrestling uh, coming up this summer. Hell yeah. Is it not slowing down at all? Nope. Uh, any other bits and bobs? I did tune into the deathmatch tag team match i made you watch that yes. while you <laughs> i'm i'm at home and i'm like oh, i'm going to work later i put on john mosley and 
El no sorry John Moxley and Homicide mm-hmm. versus El Desperado and Jun Kasai in the New Japan Strong Japan show those two one of the two shows they did I'm a huge fan of Jun Kasai deathmatch legend icon king and this match was as violent as I thought it was going to be but as I'm putting it on you're like making dinner to before you're going to work so you're like preparing food you're doing one of your what food boxes things yeah. I'm watching this violent match and while you sit down right next to me and you're eating like your, your shrimp. shrimp and rice with a fork, you're kind of sitting next to me. And in my vision, in my peripherals here, I got you using your fork to eat your shrimp while I'm watching June Kasai stab John Moxley with a fork. And then John Moxley stabs him in the ear with it. And while he's doing that, you're eating shrimp. And I'm like, uh, uh. I was like, how do you not? How, how are you unfazed? I by watch this? a lot of wrestling. Like you're so desensitized by it now. Where like I can watch skewers in John Moxie's head as I'm just as you're eating shrimp mushroom. skewers. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. You, this guy was scraping his armpit with a fork, and you're like, hmm, this shrimp's pretty good. This is. Bad. I just I don't understand how skewers stick in the head. No, because I've not got much skin or. There's no skin or fat. Is it like slide underneath? Like how does this? Nothing there. How do the skewers stay in so perfectly? Is it just going in his skull? I don't know how they stay in so well. Like they flop around. They get like handful and. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I love. It's not really for me. Is. Like, Jun Kasai got a pretty big pop. I would, I wonder if they bring him in for more stuff in New Japan. It does not fit that style. I mean, he's a legend. I think that's what was so interesting, yeah. watching a New Japan presentation with this kind of match. I think I need the singles match now, though. Mox and Jun. Yeah. Like, one-on-one. Let's see. I think we'll get that. Yeah. Tokyo does. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. That would be horrific. Like, he's he brings out boards of forks and knives and yeah, it's, it's like bizarre. it's crazy so i i don't know i i it's roadkill to me like it's i love it i love it i mean no i don't like roadkill that's that's a bad no. i guess thing like i love this kind of shit you can't look away is yeah. what i'm saying like ah it's terrifying and horrific but i love watching it so uh, love that this week as well and thank you for the super chat cameron who sent us two pounds wow two uk pounds uh, saying Br- Dragonoff versus Braun on Tuesday, lads. Yeah, yes. very pumped for that one. Very hyped for that. Uh, where do we see Great American Bash going? Is that a three-way? I think. I think so. Yeah. Or Ilya. Like Ilya, I I kind of prefer Ilya. Um, hmm. Ilya versus Melo. Right. One on one. Yeah, but you could totally do the three-way and then Braun leave after yeah. that. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's about it. All right. Uh, we got some other shows coming out this week. I think I might even be doing a detox. So join that Facebook page. F- like the page, Poison Rana. Follow the page to the group. Uh, follow us on threads and Instagram, Twitter, at Poison Rana Pod for updates of everything. But over on the Patreon, we got uh, Vengeance, I mentioned. We got our Midsummer. We got a Was Next. And we have Ninja Turtles 2. So lots of shows coming out in this week over there. And it's only five bucks to help us out and get access to all the podcasts at your pleasure. You can listen to them while you're driving, while you're in the shower. It doesn't matter. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, give us a nice little rating. It goes a long way. And uh, we'll be seeing you around. See you soon, guys. Yeah. Uh, I myself, Brain Harrington, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at David Portman. Sorry, uh, I said David. That's at your, Davey Portman. Davey Portman. Whoa, who are you? I don't know. Who are you? Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. 
and be safe. Ahoy!